Hello and welcome back to episode 36 of the Epic Epoch Podcast. I'm your host, Perry the Pig. With me as always is my co-host here, Dread. Dread, Hello, back. this is Dread. And in today's podcast topic, we're going to be going over a tier list for all of the uniques that were added in 0.9.2, which is going to be an interesting one as, I'll be honest, they really stepped up their game this They're time. They're good, aren't there's, they? Yeah, there's some really good ones. There's like obviously some stinkers, but to be honest, a lot of the stinkers I'm looking here, they're only stinkers because they're associated with bad skills. <laughs> there there might be one item out there that's like a stinker. I I yeah. feel like I might have a different opinion than like other people do, but I think mm. they really did a nice job with this batch of yeah, unique items. They're Somebody, somebody in my Twitch chat said this very well. They said, like, you know, in the past when we've complained about, like, if only this unique item was, like, I, I know it's class locked. Like, maybe it's, maybe it's class yeah. locked, like, lightning blast. What if it were, like, not class locked literally, but class locked, like, figuratively? Like, they it's, did it. They did a really, very good job with that. A lot like, of you, these you really want to use an item in one particular way, yeah. but you could use it somewhere else. And I think that's a great addition yeah. to the game. Like, static shell is a very good example of that. It's not mage only. Yeah, it's so good. I love it. Static shell is great. All right. do, well, are we are we jumping right in this? Do, we, do you want to talk uh, about we feelings? Can, uh, we can talk about uh, what have you been up to the last week, Perry? So I've been hosting a build contest, and I've yes. kind of left my build behind me a little bit because I think it's kind of like hard cap on how good it's realistically going to be. But we've been doing this contest in collaboration with EHG and uh, and uh, Aaron Action RPG and Vision GL. And trying to make sweet builds. And then ultimately, Mike is going to select one big winner. And he's going to play that build on the dev stream. Which is great. Mm -hmm. So I was playing a like a bleed mana strike thing. With a bunch <laughs> of attack speed. And procking, um, procking Frostclaw off of it. To get more hits for the bleed. And I, yeah. I liked the build. It was kind of cool. Uh, it, it, it pretty much hard capped at like 200k ticks on the dummy. Which is impressive. Hey. For having yeah. literally no support at all. I mean, that's that's the bar. That's the bar for me. It is. Like it is two hundred k. Yeah. Um, but it's <laughs> it's it reminds me of like all the builds that I played when I was like a brand new player. Like, man, why is Cinder Strike so bad? Why is Crit Melee uh, Mana Strike so bad? It's like you look at these skill trees and they have like no more multipliers. And this is like this is the perfect example of what something mm. or what a build feels like, what a build looks like. When like it's good, it's got a good idea behind it, but like there's just no more multipliers anywhere, which is kind of yeah. cool. Well, I I, uh, I brought that up I think a, a podcast or two ago when we were talking with McFluffin about Frostclaw. It's like yeah, they don't have that many more damage modifiers, but it still ends up pulling it out in the end because it does things that make up for that, like Glam Dragon, for instance. So, like for instance, you you were making up for it by having ridiculous amounts of bleed duration and and tons <laughs> of small hits. Yeah, like tons exactly. of like spark charges and five projectiles and three hits here and there's mm -hmm. a lot of it yeah the other thing that's been going on so like th there's that build and then like i'm gearing up for some mean builds to play in the meantime but the other thing that i've got going on is there were a bunch of data miners who were looking for perfect information about what the lp drop rate is so like if something is um is zero lp level what does that mean what's the drop chance for these different things for like how much lp drops on them if something is 115 LP level, what does that exactly mean? So there have been various attempts to get exactly numbers correct in the past, and those are wrong. We thought we had it right this time, and it turns out we're still wrong. So we're back to the drawing board. I put out a YouTube video, and then I had to change the title of the YouTube video saying, hey, this is already wrong information. 
We're trying. We're trying to provide perfect information, but we don't quite have it yet. So back to the drawing board for that. Perfect. No, it's right, imperfect. Can... It's, it's, it's specifically <laughs> not perfect. It is very uh... bad information. What I like about this effort for data mining is like this particular thing, knowing what the drop rate is for different LP levels, it really doesn't change your understanding of the game. It really doesn't change what you do. It doesn't make you yeah. take different game actions. It's just fun to think about. I mean, whenever I was looking at the numbers when I was looking at it the other day, right? I was just like, yeah, that's about what I expected. Yeah, that's what yeah. I felt. Like yeah. like somebody live on Twitch chat <laughs> right here is saying, um, LazzyBotTools.com has a different set of LP chance numbers um, for the for like uh, based on LP level than the data miners did. And it sounds like what the developers have said is that the LazzyBotTools.com stuff is more accurate yeah. It doesn't sound like it's perfect, but it does sound like it's more accurate. So I mean, the, it'd be the, nice to have perfect. The Lassie Park Tools one, they he specifically went out of his way to make the the little blurbs about each item to be like, oh, this is rare. This is not rare. I, I like that. That was mm -hmm. fun. That was nice. You can hover over them and it will tell you the chance too. But like, I'll be honest, if you just tell me, oh yeah, getting a, getting a humming bee with like one LP is uncommon. I'm like, okay, that's, I can, that's I weird. can put that in my head. Yeah. I can put that in my head and be like, oh, okay. That's yeah. That's about like what I would expect. What it does mean is there are people out there who are like learning what reroll chance is for the first time. And like some of the underpinnings of how last debug really works works like what is reroll chance what are these lp level stuff yeah. so it's i don't know to me it's fun to learn how these things are actually working behind the scenes uh, to a, a normal player this is absolutely extraneous information you don't need this but i think it's fun to think about yeah um all right so i should probably start talking about what i did last week you Otherwise, played we'll here three weird builds this past week. okay all right so the first build I played last week after the podcast, it was a 35 plus mana region Velatria's Lightning Meteor Sorcerer because I have been on a warpath to, funny, try to get Meteor to function because a few days ago or like a few weeks ago, when I was at, when I was uh, in the Ask the Devs with Mike, we were having a conversation, and he was like, you know, Sorcerer is fine because it has, like, Black Hole and Meteor, you know? That's the whole reason to be a Sorcerer. I'm like, all right, Mike, we're going to put it to the test, and we're going to try Black Meteor, and we're going to see if we can make it work, and oh my god, it was a terrible time. Like, I'm going to be honest, like, I had to remake that build like four times, like the Meteor build. Like it was just that bad. But we finally found something because it turns out if you go with the 400 over 400 mana, the auto crit with the Velatris set, stacking as much int as possible, okay? And then you use Arcane Ascendance and you like spam it to like get the increased damage on it and all that, and the more damage against, like, shot, uh, you know, slowed enemies and stuff like that, all of that combined was enough to make it hit, like, 500k per Meteor on the dummy, which, in my opinion, that should be, like, the lower half of what, like, a Meteor build should be hitting for. And it really does, like, if you watch the gameplay, 
if I tell you how much damage my meteors are doing versus how much they're doing to Oribis and you're like watching it, you're going to be so surprised. I'm like, it's hitting for like 500k per and you're going to look at the video. I'm like, wait, really? That doesn't look that much. And like, I don't know what's going on with the boss DR system. I don't know what's going on, but anything when you're playing a big hit build, I'm sure you've noticed this, Perry, but whenever you're playing a big hit build, it just feels awful it just feels awful i don't know why like on single target for clear it was amazing i had fun with that i i was like, watching your build once. on clear like on stream yeah. like the clear really did look good yeah like, it looked like a fun like, time you i i cast once and five meteors come down like what else could you ask for right but like it was just specifically the the single target that was awful even though i was hitting for 500k per meteor the, the math is there it's all there i'm casting meteor every two seconds 500k per meteor five meteors that's like 2.5 million every two seconds it's like a million per second that's like what i would call the bottom half of like what dps is for builds in le right and like it should look fine but then you go and do a boss and it's just like <laughs> Yeah, I think the funniest thing about that build was the fact I was able to get to 35 mana regen. I think at one point I was messing around with gear and I was able to get to 40 flat mana regen, Perry. Just just sitting there. That was insane. How like, much lighting res did you have? Uh, I had like 300%. <laughs> you could go way more than that. Like I did not even push it to the extreme. Man, what that if, what if you use Glyph of Dominion to give yourself extra res while you're standing on the Glyph of Dominion? You could probably get a very large amount. You, Sweet. You can, oh, wait, you're you can... a Sork though. I mean, you, you just play, you just don't play Sork because Sork. There's almost no reason to play Sork. But uh, continuing on, it, and it proves on. my point very succinctly, by the way, with the meteor build. Uh, but uh, like it takes 35 mana regen just to make meteor playable, and it's still not good. Like, come on, man, come on, really. Uh, and then the next build I played, uh, you can blame all of this on Perry, okay? Oh, I, is this the bleed build? Yes. Oh, so I love it. I was messing around with Symbol of Demise. Me and Perry have been messing around with Symbol of Demise. So the idea is we sacrifice HP for Ward with Twisted Heart, and then we sacrifice said Ward for uh, Bleed Duration specifically. And I was getting to like well over 200 stacks, so it's like 200% Bleed Duration. And I was playing it with Bleed Devouring Orb and Bleed uh, Smite, right? And it was so strong that it was able to bring Devouring Orb out from the grave again after being killed recently, right? And bam, there you go. Another Devouring Orb build that works. I'm just like, I can, I blame Perry for that, for bringing that thing back to life. I blame him because he made me play a symbol. And I'm like, oh, the, all the numbers are making sense. And then it was like 600k ticks on the dummy with like Bleed Smite. That's 600k tips, but it's like it's it's tons of bleed durations, like nine yeah. second bleeds. Yeah, and you're like you're like, cheesing with volatile reversal because you're a tryhard. Hey. Oh, okay, all right, buddy. <laughs> hey, hey, the day that they nerf volatile reversal finally for Sentinel is the day that they're probably going to have to rework the entirety of Sentinel because they, all they, the Sentinel if, stuff is bounced around reversal. Everything's so bounced around. Be, if yeah, you if you took so out volatile weird. reversal, it kills like every build. Build it would have been like 200k t ticks on the dummy. Like obviously mm -hmm. that's not like amazing or anything. That's like you're like it's like the level that you're at too. But like the thing is, when they kill reversal, they're not gonna like just delete it. They're just gonna make it worse. So it's like maybe they're not maybe you'll be it. at like 400k it's, it's ticks, fine. right? It's fine. Yeah. Now uh, the last build that I played specifically was 
Smelter's Wrath, Chronostasis, Apostate, Forge Guard. <laughs> did you see the guy on Reddit responded to you? Yes, I did see that. that the guy, the guy who made Chronostasis, mm -hmm. who made that unique item in order to make everyone scratch their heads for the next couple of years. He responded yep. to you and he's like, God bless. He's like, this is the build that I wanted to see when I added this unique mm -hmm. item to the game. You made one person very happy. Oh, yeah, I know. I was going to try to do it with McFluffin with like a Terrace uh, path, but the, with the Terrace, like whatever it's called. But ended up being terrible because Runebolt does no damage still. Weird. <laughs> but yeah, that build was great. So essentially the idea is use Rebuke to channel to get 3,200 plus ward per second with Apostate Sanctuary because it's like 8 ward per second per percent fizz. But it kind of locks you out from using any spells. And all of that combined means that I was like sitting at 10k ward after channeling Rebuke. Now the problem is, even with the insane 500% ward retention that I had on a Forge Guard, by the way, uh, even with that much ward retention, it would instantly go back down to like 5k and sit there for a few seconds or whatever, right? So I was like, well, we have all this ward what are we going to do with it? I'm like, wait a second. Chronostasis is an item. Wait a minute. It. They buffed it recently because it's adaptive damage and not just fizz or whatever. So you can use it for whatever the fuck you want. All right. And uh, essentially you would skim off the upper half of your ward and it would sit at like 4k and use it for smelter's wrath. You channel smelter's wrath and you'd hit for a very large amount because turns out chronostasis, right? is a lot of flat damage it turns out like you can get well over like 500 plus flat damage mine didn't get that high because my 2lp chronostasis min rolled because you know the game hates me of course uh but overall it was it was uh it was a very interesting experience and as as perry said earlier it was definitely a snooze fest of a build just a total standing still simulator yeah it was it was literally just standing still and oh my god like it I'm going to be honest, like, I almost fell asleep playing that build constantly. <laughs> but it looked good. It, it was good that, that, that build you made by channeling with uh, channeling Rebuke with uh, with Apostate Sanctuary and then consuming yeah. the ward and, like, using Smelter's Wrath and getting one big hit, like, three million damage. Yeah. That's going to be, that's gonna be somebody's... Playable. That's going to be somebody's favorite build. That's going to be somebody's favorite build. That was the best part about it. It's like, I almost felt like I wasn't playing a Forge Guard and I was so happy. <laughs> I was playing like a budget rune master or something. No, it was cool. It was a good idea. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I think Smelter's Wrath works really well with really stupid meme items because Smelter's Wrath has that auto crit. <laughs> it has a big AoE. So if you have any weapon that just has a bunch of fucking damage on it but no crit, all of a sudden it starts turns into really good. Like for instance, like I I played uh I played it with the what is it called the the regen set the shattered lance set mm -hmm. that build works like there's a lot of different versions that works with smelter's wrath but I just love that I'm constantly pushing the limits of smelter's wrath and trying to see how I can get the biggest number and so far chronostasis beats out everything else because of how much flat it has but yeah that's been what I've been up to this week and then uh, now I'm leveling a different build, but we'll talk about that later. So let's get into the actual meat of the podcast here. I want to I want to point out here we're going uh, people get annoyed when we don't do this, so I'm going to do it now. The rules of the tier list, okay? The rules of the tier list. All right. So rule number one: we are going to look at the items for the most part with objective power level so like for instance how strong is the item how strong are the stats on set item 
The second rule is we're going to ignore the first rule, and if it's associated with a bad skill, we're going to rule it with the context of said skill, right? Like, for instance, the Acid Flask Unique, right? It looks like cool. It's cool, has a lot of good text on it, but then you realize it's associated with Acid Flask, and then it kind of just kills your, you know. So we're going to essentially, when we look at items like that that have really bad skills associated with them, we're just going to look at this item as, as just a pile of stats and rate it from that. So those are the rules. That, that's it. Let's get this puppy started. You want to choose the first one, Perry? No, not. Wait. Not for long, Acid Flask forever? Acid Flask forever, that's a weird thing to say. Not for long. Well, they're probably going to rework it, thank God. We've been talking <laughs> about it for years now, so I, I would assume eventually it would happen. All right, well, we'll, we'll see how we can do with this. I'm going to start yeah. with the very first item that I pulled up here. So I've got a list of 21 unique items that were added in patch 092. Yeah. And the first one here is Static Shell. Oh, boy. Let me, uh, let me pull this up real quick. So, static static shell yeah. is a is a uh, generic body armor that any class can use it is not mage specific it's got a tiny bit of armor only 85 it's got yeah. more armor against shocked enemies the baseline is 100 percent more and it goes up to 175 percent more it's got more lightning damage to shocked enemies and then it also has some static synergies in case you're playing static as well what yeah. what are your impressions of this thing this one's annoying as hell because it's terrible for actual static builds. Oh. <laughs> at least the current way you play actual... Like, the static build I just played, that chest is terrible. It eats yes. up your charges. Yeah. It's terrible <laughs> for actual static. It is absolutely god-awful for actual static. Now, there is a way that you can build static where you get the ward per static charge and all that, and it resets on thing, and then it casts, and you can get a bunch of ward by being hit. That works. That's fine. It makes you play static in a different way but for actual builds that use static for damage it is terrible but that's fine because the rest of the stats on the item are so insanely strong it doesn't matter so like the 175 percent more armor against shocked enemies more armor like guys like if you're not like a forge guard getting to armor cap or something, this thing is insane. It's absolutely insane for you because every single percent of armor that you get above like 70 or whatever is just, it's just works like Path of Exile's resistances, you know, where like every single point gets better and better and better, right? And up until the soft cap. And having that large amount of more is amazing. Now, and of course, it comes with 15% more damage. It is like, I'll be honest, if you're playing a ward build, like any kind of ward build, of course, isn't exanguinous. Uh, if you're playing a ward build, this is probably going to end up being your best in slot item once you actually get LP on it because of the fact that ward works so well with armor and this scales your armor to the moon to like ridiculous levels like like you could have like maybe 2k armor or something and be bumped up to 6k and be as tanky as like a forge guard it's insane i love and it if you're if you're playing lightning damage you get more lightning out of it if you're playing a yeah. fire or cold damage build you use this with throne of ambition and you get two separate more multipliers for your armor yep. oh it's so good one day uh, it, it's really weird because it's also introducing that new line of text. This is new, by the way, like new in this patch where things and items react to things on the enemy. So like, for instance, like, you know, like the ignite. And oh, that's a good point. Yeah, more armor master. against ignited enemies. And yep. those are really interesting because it's a way of giving you those stats 
without giving you said stats so that when eventually one day they give us a way to scale damage off of armor eventually because it'll happen eventually mm -hmm. it's not absolutely positively broken with static shell right i think i think because, we have like we have yeah. like a multi-strike right now with more or, uh damage per armor, yeah but right? that's capped so it's boring yeah so but yeah <laughs> but yeah seriously though like like static shell i think easily like a tier and a i think it as uh there's some really good items on this list I, I think i think it would be s tier if the lp level was lower and you could easily get lp on it the yeah. only thing that keeps it from being like amazing like amazing amazing like in s tier or whatever is the fact that the lp level is so high so like getting like one with like maybe one lp with the mod you're looking for is a pain in the ass so, so I, I think so a, a tier item we mm -hmm. like how strong it is we like how generic it is I think it's an amazing item. I think I think it makes you play static in a different way, which is completely fine, by the way. I'm or just not play static. That. True, true. Or, I mean, yeah, that, that is true. But, like, it, it does have insane synergy when you are playing it the way that it's supposed to be played. Like, the okay. retaliate, like, get mm -hmm. hit kind of thing. So, I, I think it's great. I think A tier is a good spot for it because All there's right. some really, really good items. <laughs> I, I'm worried about how much we're going to talk about the next item. I feel like the first two items are really, like, yeah. opposed. Because the mm -hmm. second item here, I don't know if you can tell what the image is because I'm because it's um oh it's maybe not an item that you looked at very often. Probably just okay. saw it once and then like never picked it up again. This is called Alicoa's so... Abandon, and this is All this right. is the Acid Flask one. So let me read this off real quick. It's not a it's yeah, not a good base go type. Ahead. So it is it is a rogue only. Um, it is poison res and increased damage over time. It has plus potion slots. It's got movement speed, it has all resistance, it has plus two to level of throwing skills, and AoE for throwing skills. That is all mm -hmm. it has on it. It has nothing else on it. Yep. No other lines of text. Okay, but it also says throwing an acid flask consumes a potion in order to deal 125 or 180% more damage. And that also applies all of the consume potion stuff, like summon volatile zombies when you consume potion and stuff like that too. that's adorable cool good well that's actually very useful because you can use items like the acid flask dagger that give you health back when you use a potion shit like that it's is, actually very strong with that yeah is it good oh uh, no oh it's okay flask. got it so okay all right I'm going to be honest, I wish this was one of those items that they just made generic because there's a lot of different skills that could utilize this. Like, for instance, like if you're playing like a Sentinel and you want to, like, use, like, Disintegrating Aura, it would be pretty cool with that because you want the area for the Disintegrating that, Aura. That's an excellent observation. I like that a lot. Like, that would be cool. Like, this is the item that should have been for all classes, while, like, Static Shell shouldn't have been, probably. I'm kind of surprised at that. But... Like, at the same time, I think, like, the plus two to throwing skills is probably going to be used the most off of this item because, you know, getting plus levels to shurikens is pretty strong if you're playing a, you know, a shuriken, like, if you're playing the, the chakram build, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it has movement speed on it. That's a good start, right? <laughs> Anything with movement speed on it instantly becomes, like, a high investment, look at me, go fast kind of and It's item. got plus to all resistances as well. Like, it's it's got good mm -hmm. stats on it. It's just not yeah. something that I want to use I mean, for the build that's written on LP it. With a LP level, too, it's going to be hard to actually get a decent LP on it as well. 
So I, I'm I'm sorry. It, it has to go in D tier. It has to go in D tier. I I'd be surprised if this could go any higher than D tier. If I if think acid if like hundred eighty percent more damage on acid flask, and we're still yeah. just like tossing this into D tier. Well, the problem is, is I'm if I'm not mistaken, that one hundred and eighty percent more damage. I don't believe it works with your shadows when you throw acid flask with shadows. So it just becomes very lackluster in that regard because it's kind of anti-synergistic maybe i'm wrong with that but that's how a lot of other stuff works if i'm wrong please tell me but like but i agree with all wheezy i think this is a good i think this is good 180 percent more damage of zero is still zero parry i completely agree i think that's i think that's the point that we're getting across here i i heard a conversation today in a different twitch stream uh talking about flame rates and they were mm. arguing about if you trim literally 50% of the damage off of flame rates, is it still S tier? Yes. People were arguing about whether this was true or not. And the fact that you're even yes. discussing it means that there's probably a problem there. So like yeah. you look at Elico's abandon and it's like 180% more damage and you're still just kind of tossing it to the side. I mean, it's like this is probably something fundamentally just, uh, there is something fundamentally wrong with acid flask. We can go forever about acid flask <laughs> if I want to, but probably we don't need to right now. Cause it seems like, cause like, like Mike just said, or whoever's using the last epoch games account. And when they just raided us, uh, it seems like as though it's going to get reworked so how can it get reworked but the thing is is it's going to be a rework like swipe where it was insanely good and ended up making primalist a much stronger class overall or is it going to be surf and strike who knows uh so you can go on the next one we'll we'll, we'll keep talking about this if, <laughs> if we don't move it always on. surprises me how much fun these these uh these tier lists are like you get mm -hmm. on a tangent so so quickly and it's What's fun getting to talk reworked oh all right we, we were joking because earlier um where is it? What's up, Reimer, by the way? Said, last Epoch game, not for long, Acid Flask forever. They said Acid Flask forever, meaning that they're assuming that Acid Flask is going to get reworked. Or it means it that Acid Flask is going to stay where it currently is forever. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? If what it, it does, then it'll be a very unfortunate for the game. But we'll see. <laughs> Let's go on to the next unique item here. This next one is a, uh, I believe it's a mage. It's a mage-only oh, helmet. It's called Apex of Thought. Oh, uh, I have a bone to pick with this one. So so let's read it off real quick. It's got some mana spank in his ward. It's a mana no, regen is implicit. Perry, you don't have to read it off at all. I oh, okay? There's only go one on. stat on it that matters. It's the ward decay threshold. Nope. Oh. It's a helmet that has 52% increased ignite duration, and that's what it is. <laughs> that's, that's not a bad option. It's getting buffed. I, I don't know, like... I don't know if like getting buffed it would be good enough, Rhymer, to make that usable, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, sir, 52%. sir, tearless, sir, sir. I know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm sorry. So this yeah, item go technically says, while you're standing on Glyph Dominion, stuff happens. So it yes. says you get ward per second while standing on Glyph Dominion. And then while standing on Glyph, your ignite is converted to fire res shred. Your chill is converted to cold res shred. And your shock is converted mm -hmm. to lightning res shred. But if you just don't, stand on a glyph dominion it simply has ignite chill shred 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 duration on it and ignite duration yeah. is obviously the most important thing there so this mm -hmm. is basically just a helmet that has ward decay threshold i guess and also has ignite duration so what the do you think about ignite duration helmet? Added. Uh, what? so the pr the problem with the helmet i think 
this would have been amazing before they went and neutered all Shred in the game. <laughs> I I think the problem is is like Shred isn't important anymore. Like it got moved out of the meta succinctly. Like you don't get forty percent more; you only get twenty percent. And if you're playing a build that wants Shred, you're probably going to grab it, right? Mm -hmm. And you're probably going to have it in a different way. Or you could just not have it, and it's not a big deal. 20% more damage isn't going to solve your damage all of a sudden, especially in the current state of Last Epoch, where uh, damage doesn't matter, and all you need to do is just not die. So the, the problem with this helmet is it's trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist. Like, no one wants Shred right now. No one needs Shred. Like, you go get Lightning Shred from Lagan if you're a Lightning build. Like, that's, like, the best spot spot to get it. You don't need it for this. Also, it's, like, very, like, uh, it's, like, it's, like, very, what do you call it? Like, uh, like, what is it called? It's, like, situational. Because, like, you're going to put the Glyph Dominion down. You're going to sit on it. You're going to apply your stacks of Shred and all that, right? Like, if you want Shred in a better way with a better helmet, if you're going to, like, if you're going to sacrifice the helmet slot for this, just run a Prismatic Gaze. Prismatic Gaze, like, does it so much unbelievably better. It's not even funny. Now, For someone who told me that this thing only has one line of text on it, you're sure talking about the other lines of text a lot. Well, I'm talking about the other lines of text because it's important of why I say it only has one ah, line of text. Because gotcha. the, the, the shred stuff doesn't matter. We don't need shred. Like, shred doesn't matter right now. Like, it, it after the nerfs... You're, the you're shred, saying, like, like, shred is not a differentiator between build strength. Yeah, like... Like, if you can not, fit it in, you take it. It's not good enough to merit a helmet. If that makes sense. I hear you. Helmet okay. slot is very strong. Now, the thing is, it has a lot of other good stats on it. It has the plus two to buff skills, which is funny because it works with, like, Flame Ward and Enchant Weapon, right? And it has the 52% Ignite Duration. Uh, before this patch, it was very hard to get that much Ignite Duration on a single item, so that's very strong. The Ward Decay Threshold is becoming a lot more usable than I thought. Uh it works the way I thought it did, where it sets your zero up higher mm -hmm. for ward, which is insane, right? It's insane. Uh, I, I just noticed, like, I noticed that when I was playing around with it the other day. Like, it's nice. Insane. <laughs> it, so, it like, really the is helmet nice. is amazing, just not for its intended purpose. Which I don't know if I don't know if that counts as a fail to you. But so it when I think about ignite me. builds, I think about the calamity yeah. helmet that has like fire mm -hmm. spell cast speed yeah. and chance to ignite on hit with fire yeah. skills. Is this something that you're using instead of that in an Ignite build? Yeah, 50% duration is insane, Perry. Like, there's not many, like, specifically on a Rune Master, there are not many Rune Master, but, like, you, you like, so for instance, the Idol, the mm -hmm. four by one Idol gives you 25%. Like, this is double that on a helmet, right? Like, that, that's insanely strong. 52% increase Ignite Duration. That If you had no Ignite Duration at all, which most builds don't because it's a very rare stat, mm -hmm. right? It's 52% more damage. That is significantly better than just having Shred. I hear you. I hear what you're saying there. Yeah, if you have no yeah. other source of Ignite Duration, having your first source of it is quite strong. There yeah, it, it is insanely strong when you use so, it for that. So where are we putting this thing as like an Ignite helmet uh, that competes with B. Calamity? B. I would put this thing at C tier. But I guess I haven't uh, played many Ignite builds. B, B because of how strong it is for Ignite, in my opinion. Okay. B. I'll, I'll allow it. This time, yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> we have we have a much weirder item here coming up next. I I have an opinion. About, so we're going to do this item and the next item back to back. And as soon as I tell you what it is, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. I love that this next item is in the game. I'm a big fan of it. 
I think it's cute. I think it's adorable. I really like how it messes with the other systems that already exist. I am not a big fan of it. In terms of actually using a Marophage, oh, uh, I, I mean, sure. Uh, if you get some awesome Marophage. stats on it, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, Marophage is the ultimate gambling experience. It's like, cool. It's a really cool item, and I'm really happy it's in the game. Yeah, like it. I think it's cool. I think I think it's a cool item. But I think the are problem we using with Marophage, it? <sighs> okay. It's an awesome proof of concept. Absolutely so once, agree, Christian. Once there are ways of having overleach where that less damage taken is more important and you take that on top of like a Titan Heart or whatever. So like for instance, technically right now, if you have a tier one health loss per second game ward on a build, you will always be leeching if I'm not mistaken. I, I was going to say it's the same like thing. Leech, that is also uh, my understanding. Leech, which is really strong. If uh, Harvest was not a complete joke, then this would be amazing for Harvest. Um, because you're always leeching because you have death a uh, dredge like death seal on right and you're can we can we revisit life. that real quick i want to yeah i want to i want to say that again because I, th I think it really really is important Marophage yeah. has some text on it that says like yeah. while you're a leech and you're taking less damage and there's been this piece of technology in the game for a very long time that is almost never relevant and it is if you are uh if you are losing health to something then yeah. you always count as leeching so for Lich, you can have like one of those passives in the Lich Master that says like, you know, you lose 1% of your maximum health or 1% of your current health per second. Yeah. And like Lich has that, but like where does everyone else get that? So it's kind of a niche technology. But now that we have the like the tier Research one mod ethics, on your, yeah, yeah the, the tier one thing on your gloves, it says like you lose life per second, you gain wards, like a little mini exsanguinous. You could put a tier one of that on any build and you will always be leeching because you never count as full health. So you always take less damage. And I think I, I don't know if that's a bug. I mean, is it a bug? It's good. I mean, I think that's just how the game works. It's how Path of Exile works. It's you just kind of assume it works the same in this game. Yeah, you know, but, it's, it's like, but it's good. It's less well, damage taken. It's cool. Work, yeah, I, I think it's fine. I think if you go out of your way to do that, I think mm -hmm. that's fine. It's a tax on your sustain, so I think it's fine. Um, but yeah, if you don't know how Marophage works, chat, essentially, when you shatter a two-handed sword while you have Marophage equipped... It absorbs the shards you would gain instead of giving you the shards. And then you gain legendary affixes equal to the shards that you got onto the sword. Now, this sword has the potential to be absolutely insane with four tier sevens, or it could be absolutely terrible like it is most of the time, where it just gives you like four tier one affixes. Right? Leech doesn't stop when you're at max health. Leech does stop when you're max health. Leech does stop when you're at max health. That, that is that is very important to know on this that is very important to know on this that that that, that is incorrect because um like for instance if you're playing an earthquake build and you leech like a gabillion from your gabillion damage and it hits your top you're done it's over the leech is gone it's gone into the aether that's why dot leech currently is so strong is because it keeps ticking and keeps leeching leeching you know it keeps ticking this wait so we had we had the acid flask podcast now we have the leech podcast We've got some some tangents yeah. brewing here. Yeah. So are yeah. we are we trying yeah. to use Marophage in a build, or are we just calling it a proof of concept and Marophage is the kind of item where it's kind of like the item that uh that person on that YouTube comment complained about earlier, where like if you have it, you're gonna use it. Oh and, like the Mr. Streamer's gonna look cool with it, but if you're gonna try to get it, it's gonna take five years. Really hard to make yeah. a YouTube build guide about it. 
Yeah, essentially, yeah. Marophage is a toolbox. One day, it will be used. Someone will hit one with amazing stats. But I think it is a way for the devs to currently start deleting two-handed exalted swords out of the economy so it. that they can give us a really good one in the next patch. That That's a, oh yeah. man, back mm -hmm. in Path of Exile, I used yeah. to love talking about that, like ways mm -hmm. to get items to leave the economy. And like, That's I know- a joke, by the Last way. That's not why they made it like I, this. I know, but like, it's, it's a really cool <laughs> observation, isn't it? Like it kind of yeah. helps you clean your stash, doesn't it? Yeah. Like you take all these garbage two-handed swords, you're like, oh, I might as well toss it over here. I think Marophage is a wonderful addition to the game. Yes. I think the problem with it, like I said, is it's RNG, and you can't really rely upon that RNG. So I think C tier is perfect for it. Not because it can't be good. That's the problem with an item like this, is because the difference between a good Marophage and a bad Marophage is such a drastic difference that like like if you get a good barrel phage you're gonna fucking use it right and you're gonna, gonna use, use it in like the yeah. next five builds you play yeah yeah you're gonna use it it's just like you gotta get to that point first <laughs> all right let's let's move is, on to yeah. the next item because i think it kind of falls in the same way um yeah. if you've been playing this game you know what this thing is this is the cuckoo and the oh, cuckoo boy. is an item that uh, has virtually no text on it none of it matters because you wear it you wear it for like two or three minutes you kill some monsters and then it says the cuckoo flew away and it transforms into a random exalted item with but, higher but uh, it yeah. also has the uh, the avian cuckoo implicit modifier so it will yeah. never have a crit modifier or it'll never have a crit implicit it'll never have a ward per second implicit it will only ever have the haste stuff implicit so yeah. it's and cool it's a proof of concept it's basically the same as merophage to me uh with this thing essentially Catalysts already are very difficult to place in the current endgame of Last Epoch with just how they are. So trying to actually figure out a use for this is just ridiculous. It's hard. It's like It can make like, you faster. What build Got effective haste. are you playing that wants to use a catalyst but isn't going crit? Because remember, most of the time people are using Catalyst for base crit because that's currently how Last Epoch works. Uh, so you're not using it for that, right? I think one day there's going to be a build where someone's going to be crazy enough to get a Cuckoo that gets max rolled, right? Where you get 34% increased effective haste. You're and you've got the boots. Decent modifiers. You get the boots with increased effective haste. And they're going to go so unbelievably fast on their stupid <laughs> shaman build that it's going to get it nerfed somehow now we will wait for that day now i think i'll be honest the actual item itself would have been amazing if it didn't have the i remove myself text that's the funny part is like i think the item could have been very interesting you got the ward decay threshold, which is a new stat, and it rolls mm -hmm. really high. The crit avoidance, which is always useful. It's and like, then, like and you can't get crit dodge. avoidance on an offhand unless you use yeah. this thing. Yeah, it's cool. It, yeah, and it, then it, it flies away, and then it's no longer yeah. cool. Yeah, and then it turns into a catalyst. I think yes. the problem is 
is it trying to make us excited for catalysts? And I know you, Perry, I know you're biased against catalysts, and so am I. Catalysts right now are one of the most uninteresting base types in the entire game currently, so it's hard for me to be happy about it. So I would put it in D tier. I think it's D tier. I, I think, think it's I think it's a complete meme. I think it's I love a complete it. meme. Love it. All right. Complete, utter meme tier. I think the thing is, I think they were thinking of that when they were making it. Or like, this is a joke. I think that's what they were thinking of when they made it. Let's <laughs> let's grab our next unique item here. I'm going to keep going in order of what I've yeah, got uh, on my screen. The next one is a it's, it's fundamentally pretty strong item. It's a fundamental criterion. If you've, uh, if you've been playing for uh, a while, you've seen this featured in a good handful of builds. It is a mage-only body armor that has... Oh. Oh, oh, excuse me. Uh, oh, people are going to like my take on this thing. I'm not allergic <laughs> to good items. All right, so this thing has no, plus no, one to three. That's not the problem. <laughs> it's got plus Continue. one to three of runic invocation. It has mm. more damage while using a wand if the first invocation is this. More damage if using a staff if this thing is this. More damage if a scepter. Th and then it also allows you to stack attributes. So you can stack some, yeah. uh, some strength, some dexterity, and uh, stack attunement. And you get more damage per each one that you're stacking for various runes in the second place of your runic invocation. It yeah. feels like it might be a mandatory item if you're trying to get mm -hmm. your... Um, runic invocation to actually deal damage. Yeah, to deal like as much damage as possible. It's hard to know exactly how good it is because there's so many bugs in the game right now with runic invocation. Yeah. Do you like... So, so before we talk about power level, do you like like a play style having a unique item that's so strong for it that you basically have to use it? I think that this is the exact opposite of the conversation we were having earlier where we were talking about how like, oh, I like items that do interesting things that aren't what it usually does. Like, for instance, Static Shell. I think fun... Wait, you cut out? Spectrum. Wait, what? Oh, you're good. Keep going. Oh, okay. It's the exact opposite side of the spectrum where like it is so focused on one specific thing that I think it's unhealthy for the game because my problem is so if you're going to play a runic invocation build you're going to play with this I'm sorry like mm -hmm. you're going to play with it you're going to find a way to play with it now of course those runic invocation builds will be interesting because you have to stack deck strength and all that but essentially it is your chess piece when you're playing a runic invocation build. If you're playing a runic invocation build with, and you want to deal damage, this is what you're using, right? I'm sorry. That's just so we, we've is. complained in the past about like having yeah. more multipliers on a skill tree. And like, mm -hmm. I wish they were on items instead. So they took the more multiplier off uh, the skill tree. They put it on an item. Would you like to see this on the skill tree instead? Well, yeah, because the problem is like the, the problem here with this is runic invocation is lower powered right it came with less damage and all that because fundamental criterion exists so the balance with runic invocation is runic invocation plus fundamental criterion right so like mm -hmm. they're, they're interchangeable they're they're there right that's what the devs are balancing it around the damage on runic invocation right the fact that runic invocations feel so meh is because of the existence of fundamental criterion. Like, for instance, like fundamental criterion is like the half of the passive tree that runic invocation is mm -hmm. quote unquote missing, right? Like, try playing a runic invocation build without fundamental criterion and isn't like 
the what is it called the you know the other stuff like the the hydrohedron or whatever right it's which not uses be this obviously yeah it like and it's like it's interesting enough to merit its existence it's just like i would rather less power be in the item and more power be just with runic invocation because like but, runic invocation it's, it's so funny because that's, box, that's right? the opposite of what we normally complain about yeah, I, I think that this is so far down that road yeah. of specificity that I think that it's just damaging for the game. I think it's just outright damaging for the game because it's like you have this really cool skill with like 40 different ways of using it, but then you end up only using five without fundamental criterion and then fundamental criterion maybe makes seven viable, right? I would, I would like, like to see like maybe... Like the more while using a weapon, move to the skill tree, or maybe the yeah. attribute stacking, move to the skill tree. Like not both of those. Yeah, I think, I think, I think what you said that the, I think the stat stacking part is interesting because it makes you stack stats that you're not supposed to stack, mm -hmm. and that, that is some, really cool. But for some reason, then you can't get attunement on a chest on a mage for some reason, and that's confusing. <laughs> but you know, whatever, go, go with the wind, whatever, right? But like, I think the upper half could literally be made into an affix on the skill, like it just in the skill, like it's just a, a node in the skill, because you get plenty of skill mm -hmm, points mm -hmm. with the skill, right? And the bottom half stays. And then maybe the LP level goes down or something. Or it's already 54, so it's like very easy to get LP on it. But that's that's like the thing. I think that it's it's shoehorning you too much into it. I hear you. So where are we placing yeah. this item? Are we are we placing this item oh, based mean, on it, like its design I mean, or how strong it is? Uh how strong it is? I, I would put it in S. It's I think I think really it belongs strong. in S tier. Like it, it, I think if you're playing, like I think if an item says if you're playing the skill, you're using it, it goes in S. I'm sorry, it's just how it is, sadly. So like, maybe if you're playing, yeah, it's like argh. maybe the next item that we talk about will have a shorter conversation to it, because especially think... with like hydrohedron too, like this is insane. With hydrohedron, <clears throat> right? Let's let's pull up this little <laughs> item right here. We're gonna pull up the uh, oh, the box oh of hydra, oh, and uh, 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 this item that. is is very similar. It's got plus levels to runic invocation, fire penetration with the fire invocations. You're only using this thing if you are a mage, because it's a mm -hmm. mage-only item, and you're probably only using it with runic invocations that are proccing the Hydra. Hydrahedron. Oh, is there a build out there that uses a box of Hydra without being the Hydra build? Well, it has 36 LP, so, like, the pen with fire invocations is useful. So, like, like yes, probably. If you get, like, a 2 to 3 LP one with the stats you want, yeah. You get plus levels of runic invocation. Yeah, that's that's like a completely fine thing. Like it's just like the attunement gloves, like with the twenty percent mm -hmm. fire pen. That's enough to make it work, right? Especially at the relic slot, and the relic slot's like kind of meh for mage anyway. So it's like, yeah, I, I could see that. But I'm gonna then, throw this course, in a random yeah. fire build with a, me a meteor belt. It's a cute observation. I the like only it. problem I have with it is like the line chains to invoke hydrohedron on kill with fire skills if you're playing a hydrohedron build it actually ends up being just a worse item because randomly your hydrohedron is going to kill something and it's going to resummon itself well i guess it doesn't anymore i guess it's like a duration yeah never mind i'm stupid ignore me on that because you can have more than one hydrohedron out i forgot about that like, it doesn't, like, redo itself. I forgot about that. I think that's a different one. But, yeah, like, I, I think it's, like, an okay item. I think it's cool. It's just, like... I it's think, also insane. I think my hatred towards Hydrohedron right now is being 
kind of put on this item unfairly. So I'm going to let you rank it. <laughs> you think you... I think there's too many things that Hydrohedron... Or sorry, that the, the, the Hydrohedron build gets for free. Like yeah, the, the Never Late node and the Mastery, the Fundamental yeah. Criterion, and this thing both existing at the same time. All the yeah. more multipliers kind of fall in place. It kind of reminds me of how the more multipliers and how all the, the rogue passives fall in line for Hail of Arrows as a marksman. Like, it feels like Hail of Arrows is the reason for 70 or 80% of the decisions in the marksman skill tree. Mm -hmm. and, and the Hydra build, it's so, so strong. And it gets all these little pieces of synergy everywhere. Like, this yeah. thing has... It's got 81% like, area for I'm shotgunning. Not one, I'm not the one to ever say, like, oh, favoritism, but someone oh, really I, liked Hydra. I'm pretty yeah. sure Judd was talking about Hydrahedron yeah. being someone his favorite really runic invocation. Hydrahedron, yeah. Some, <laughs> I think it belongs really in S tier. Yeah, I, I, I think agree. I think it's a very yeah. strong item. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's oh, not yeah. entirely pigeonholed into the Hydrahedron build, but uh, it's the best Let's use be case real. for it. Like, what it's, it's insane. Yeah. All right. Let's go for a, a maybe a, a meme item, a very busted item. We'll see. Uh, so this ring here is called. Oh my god! It's called putrescence. Let me let me pull this thing on. Cycle of putrescence. Uh, I've so seen much going on that I don't even know if I could properly place this. Uh, there's a lot of bugs. Seventeen bugs wearing a trench coat. So it's not even just bugs. It's just unintended interactions. It's like they just forgot that. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. You know, so, so this ring can still cast. This ring is cool. It's got minion spell damage on it, up to 81%. Pretty cool. It's got poison damage for your minions damage over time spells, which is weird because most of the time poison is like not a spell, it's an ailment. But this adds flat damage to a damage over time spell, which Dread, I know you put in a build as well. Mm -hmm, it's got I plus did. level to dot minion skills, which is niche, but which interesting. Which is bugged. Which is bugged. It's not Which is bugged. Properly. Just kidding. Not interesting at all. Because, like, the problem is, like, for instance, uh, if you, like, give a minion a dot tag by mm -hmm. doing something, it it, re it doesn't work. It doesn't oh. seem, except for zombies. Except for zombies. They made sure that one worked. All right. And then the, the most interesting part about this ring, of course, is the very first line of text that I skipped that says, yeah. your volatile zombies have a chance to resurrect equal to 100% divided by the number of zombies. So is the bug primarily with the belt? The, there's, there's a lot of moving pieces. We, we, we can talk about that for like a brief I, moment I here after sure, we talk go about ahead. it. Okay, TLDR, when the devs made this item, they forgot to cap some of the nodes inside the zombie tree. So like, for instance, in the volatile zombie tree, there is specifically a node that can cast sacrifice on zombie death. Now, this node, unlike all the other proc nodes recently in the game, it does not have the line of saying, cast this while you're at positive mana. If you're not at positive mana, you can't cast. It does not have that line. So you can go infinite into negative mana, constantly casting zombies, constantly summoning zombies and all that with the belt and everything combined. And you can get to almost ridiculous amounts of ward because of the negative ward traversal thing. Like, And the thing is, even if they nerf that part, there's still other things that you can do with this that are broken too because they forgot that this... like, Like, like... This is the kind of ring that you add in the game when you completely forget what everything else does. <laughs> so we're going to try to ignore the bugs and the unintended yes. reactions and the whole Lich build that has over 2,000 waves in the arena and gets 20 million ward. We're going to try to ignore that. Oh, yeah. And this, the, the this... sad part is, like, the thing it's supposed to be good for, 
like the puke zombies, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It's not even good enough to make puke zombies good because puke zombies are terrible. So it's it's like it's like the whole point of the item is to make puke zombies viable, mm-hmm. right? Puke zombies aren't aren't good, even with the ring, even with double ring. Like I even tested it, even with double ring, puke zombies don't deal enough damage to merit their existence. Is it is it a damage issue? Is it like an AOE issue? It's, is it a playstyle issue? Damage. It's just just damage. Because the whole point of zombie, the reason why zombies are so good is because you keep summoning them, you keep summoning them, and they kill themselves and cause damage. So like you can essentially, it's one of the only minion skills that would cat that would you know kind of like. Um, on your cast speed. Yeah, with your cast speed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which makes it really good. Right. So like, but the problem is when you do the puke, it doesn't do that. And then it turns into a normal minion. And then it's a normal minion with like a melee area range with the, mm-hmm. the puke. And then like it has a lot of other problems. But essentially, like you usually will not use this for puke zombies currently, not in the current state. Now you can use this with regular zombies and just like have a chance to summon zombies. And that is very strong. Even if you're playing just a generic summon, summon zombies build, having two of these rings is 30% more damage already. Just exactly. I like it. Not including the percent damage and all that. Like the stats on the ring is good. It's on a good base type. Overall, the ring is insane, even without the bugs. And like, I think it's like, well, like S tier easily, easily. S tier no... ring, even without the bugs. Yeah, even without them, because it's just that strong. It's just that strong of an item. It's not a turquoise ring, though. If you're playing a minion damage build, would you normally want turquoise? No, you want the you want the ward retention because you're stacking ward with this kind of build. Hmm. I I just I feel like. I feel like there's a handful of S tier items that I want to well, put also, in S tier. Eighty percent increased damage. It doesn't need the turquoise base. <laughs> but it's missing crit multi. Hmm. You, you don't need crit multi. I want to put this strong. in A tier. If if I put this in A tier, is it better than static shell? Uh, easily. Yeah. You think so? it, I, easily? It, it does okay. It makes so many different things good. It okay. Makes so many different builds viable. It makes so many things really strong. Like, is is there a reason that you ever use this ring with the belt to summon volatile zombies without being a necromancer, or sorry, uh, without being an acolyte? Yeah, because you have the the meme, the potion dispensary build. Remember. But like, what what good do you have like, having rogue. like a bunch of zombies that like die and resurrect? I mean, once you start getting into the hundreds of zombies, it starts getting a little ridiculous, Perry, to be fair. Wait, can you get hundreds of zombies off this? <laughs> well, what you do is you run the, the belt, yeah, like the modifier, the summon six zombies. You run the node on Ballista that gives you potions when it dies or whatever. Okay. And then you just sit there and you spam your potion in Ballistas and you keep summoning zombies. And the rings are essentially... 30% more zombies. Well, you get one, you get six per potion and they explode and resummon themselves and they still hit, remember? Because they explode when more are summoned. Sure, six, sure. Right? Like it, it can, it can do stupid stuff. It can do stupid I, stuff. Uh, I, uh, I, I want to see either a video from you with hundreds of zombies or a video from anybody out there who's listening well, with hundreds a, of zombies. I need a plus six zombie belt. I'm waiting for it. If I'm anybody has a plus it. six zombie belt, go make hundreds of zombies. I want to see the clip. Yeah, we're gonna do. It. <laughs> Let's move on to the next item here. Next one is Dragorath Claw. This was a standout for me very early on because it has so much oh, yeah. good text on it. Let's see, Dragorath. Here we go. So Dragorath Claw is the first, second. It's the second, technically, unique mm-hmm. rune dagger in the game. Oh, the yeah. first unique rune dagger was Ghost Maker, which had a bunch of damage over time on which it. Which doesn't really synergize with 
well, with being a rune dagger, right? Is, so like the big thing about rune fine. dagger is that that crit base. So this thing has chance to cast lightning blast on crit with frost claw, which is kind of pigeonhole. Lightning blast cast this way, do a bunch of stuff per cold res. That's kind of pigeonhole. But it also has ward gain on crit with frost claw. It's kind of mm. generic. And the most generic, it's kind of boring, but it's also very good. This is plus to all resistances and spell critical strike multiplier. It is a low level requirement and it is a low LP level. You could get this with one or two LP without too much effort. Mm. I, I like it. I like that it's in the game. It's a I think strong it's a cool item. item. It's I think the reason why I like this item is it has lines of text that mention a skill, but it's also very strong without said lines of text. Mm -hmm. Like I could very easily see using this on a multitude of builds that aren't just Frostclaw, just because of the fact that it has spell crit multi on it and like they're all res and all that. And then you get an LP one with more stats too. And it's mm -hmm. on a really good base. Like I think it's a very well-designed unique where like it doesn't feel overpowered, but it feels very strong when you're using it. Like for instance, I recently made a build with it, right? That wasn't even using it for its intended purpose uh, with the, you know, the static build, mm -hmm. getting as many crits as possible. Like that wasn't even actually playing Frostclaw, right? Why like, does I this think, item have yeah. all resistance on it? I don't know. I it's think so it's good. Cool. I like it. But <laughs> it's so strong. Yeah. Like it's it's like one entire blessing on your on your weapon. Yeah. It's insane. It's like a well rolled blessing too. It only goes like to twenty all like, The only problem with Dragorath is like it's like as Encarion is saying in chat is it's too generic. Like like but the thing is is like like you can get an LP one with crit and crit multi and that would be like one of the best rune daggers in the entire game. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah. Listen, I, like, I used a very chat. good rune, rune dagger in the really past, strong. and I was happy to have like armor shred on hit as a suffix, and I was happy to yeah. have chill on it, and I also wanted like melee attack speed and like a sealed modifier and a tier seven something. Like there's reasons to use normal dagger instead. Yeah. But and this, this is just thing's really good. Yeah. I think they could probably lessen the crit multi you get from it, and it would still be fine. Thirty-seven to forty-seven spell crit multi is a ton yeah, of crit a multi. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's an S tier just just by merit of existing, even if you're not playing yeah. a frost. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll put it right there. We're gonna move on to the next item because we still have about ten or so left. We're gonna see if we can pick up the pace. We're just about at an hour yeah. or so for the podcast right now. Uh, let's move on to hmm. How about this one? I haven't messed with it too much, but I've seen some people talk about trying to use it as like a stat stick. Phrase retreat. Let me pull this up on my screen. Here. Oh, phrase retreat has All a right. crit. It's it's got a crit implicit. So like normal up to six. It is a plus one to four levels to frost wall. Got frost wall duration, which is kind of like a more multiplier if you're using frost wall for damage. When you directly cast frost wall, you do a jump backward and you cast the cold 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 invocation. And then it's got percent increased cold damage up to 108, which is a lot. And it also, most importantly for me, has cold damage over time to frozen enemies. Okay. All right. I, I don't think you need to say too much about this. I think it's I, like a solid like B or I, A. The only problem is the when you directly cast Ross Wall part, it's bugged. And like, you know how like Shield Rush has the latency problems? Mm -hmm. 
it's the same thing. Gross. <laughs> totally gross. Yeah, yeah, and I think, like you said, it is a really good stat stick and all that. Having frost wall duration is really strong because you can use that with runic invocation mm-hmm. and all that with the node. And like, I think it's a cool item. I don't know how these items that cast invocations outside of runic invocation work because, like, do they get the more damage per rune? Do they like? I don't know what they get. Like, there hasn't been any like talk about that. Good question. So, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, like that specifically. The thing I'd be interested in is specifically the Revix Blizzard part and how it works with runic invocations tree. But I think it's a solid item if you're playing a cold dot build that. Is like I think the problem this thing runs into, like every other catalyst to ever exist, is the fact that it's a catalyst. So I think that's the problem, is it's just a catalyst. I'm gonna and leave it. I've I'm gonna leave it in B tier. Make... I was thinking about yeah, using been... this on a frostbite frostclaw build. Like if you get some yeah. LP on it, it's gonna be good. Yeah. I've been trying to make a frost wall build do damage and it's not been going well, so that kind of demerits this a little bit. But I hear we'll you. see. Tainted by your own your own experience there, but I'm gonna put it at B tier. I think it's a fine item. I like that it's in the game. Um, yeah, I think I think it's fine once it's fixed and once we get some you know specification on how runic invocations work outside of runic invocation tree. I think it'll be interesting. I gotcha. All right, yeah. so let's move on to another unique item here. This one is called the Shattered Cycle, and I've I've thought a lot about uh, this. Okay, I haven't one. used it at all. It is a, it's okay, no one has. It's a scepter. It's not a staff. It's a scepter, even though it kind of looks like a staff. It's a, it's a good base type. It's the obsidian. So it's got like good melee damage, good spell damage on it. It's got plus one or two levels to runic invocation. After you directly cast a one rune invocation, you gain a buff. When you directly cast a two rune invocation after using the one rune invocation, you gain 48 spell damage. And when you directly cast a three after casting a two, you gain 96 spell damage. And it's got cast speed and it's got mana regeneration. So in my mind, this thing is only usable as a stat stick because mm-hmm. it has cast speed and mana regeneration. It is just a stat stick. It is. What were they like, thinking? Uh, so the problem is, chat, if you don't know. Well, the, tell me what the is problem bugged. is. It is currently bugged. Oh. If you have one of the buffs currently on your bar and you go to a new zone, it will not allow you to get a new instance of the buff until you log out and log back in. It is bugged. Sweet. So even if even if I wanted to tell you how good or bad this thing is, I couldn't if I wanted to. Should now, this thing Okay, I guess we don't know if it's good or bad. Should this node should this thing work with the top right nodes, the little jump that runic invocation yeah. allows you to do i don't know i don't I have know no idea what, what i i don't know what they were thinking when they made this but like in theory the one specific one that works really well with this is this this works really well with the the this the the ball lightning one yeah lllll yeah totally i think it works really well with that it's only very good with invocations that have three of the same rune right if that makes sense, because, like, you don't want to be, like, having to mentally keep track of everything mm-hmm. constantly. So, like, I think it's cool. I think it'll be useful when, like, it's bug fixed one day. 
I think what you said is correct, though. It is kind of just a stat stick. I have a one LP one, hoping I get cast speed on it, so I can double use it cast on speed. Insane. Yeah, it and the fact it has mana regen on it is the most confusing thing, because now, like, we have so much unbelievable amounts of mana regen than before. It's crazy because, like, back in the day, it was like the devs were like, "Oh, we want mana to be a hard thing," and then they print this thing. It's just like what? Yeah, I don't know. Where cool... where are we placing it? Like C tier, Mirophage tier? Oh, I think as a stat stick, it's A tier. As a stat stick, A tier stat stick. It's is an A tier stat stick. It it like cast speed to mana regen and getting like maybe another cast speed roll or like spell crit or whatever. Like that make like, it's amazing. It's a lot amazing. Of cast even speed. without the runic invocation part. And maybe the runic invocation part is interesting one day when it's fixed. All right, I'm gonna put it on B. <laughs> I'm gonna put it top of B tier. Fair. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna knock that fine. down a peg just like I knocked down cyclic putrescence a peg. I'm gonna eat a piece of pizza real quick. I've been waiting for this. Oh my goodness. All right. So as item. you eat your pizza, we're gonna go on to the next item here. This is called transcribers. Let's see if I can find this real quick. Uh, where is it? Where are we? Where are we? There we go. Transcribers, transcribers Graver. Graver. It's oh, a one-handed sword. It's bugged right now, and we'll talk for a second about it. Um, mm -hmm. because all sources of generic elemental penetration are giving you seven times the value that they're supposed to, as per my understanding. So yep. currently the LA penetration on Transcriber's Graver makes it like insane, but it's not that insane. So what it is, it's a one-handed sword. It also has spell damage on it. So it has flat adaptive spell damage. For a sword. Yeah. So you can, you can like LP another tier seven spell damage node onto this which is a very cool thing to do. It has some synergies with Volcanic Orb, increases to fire aura area, apply to your Glyph of Dominion. You can make your Glyph of Dominion super big and have that as a main damaging skill. Chance to cast fire aura each second while standing on your Glyph. It's a meh. It's whatever. And That's then spell damage with Flame Rush if you're playing a DPS Flame Rush build per stack of fire aura. Don't do that. I tried. It's terrible. I, I, w I wanted to try that when we had the no cooldown Flame Rush in the game. But mm -hmm. now that's not in the game. It's not I don't even I think that'd be good even then. Too bad. Flame Rush like just the doesn't it. have the support. So Transcriber's Graver has elemental penetration and it has adaptive damage on it. And you can LP more stuff onto it. Yeah. I love it. A tier. I think as a stat stick. Oh God, we're talking about this again. It's an amazing stat stick. And it's really, really good when you're playing Glyph of Dominion because you get such gigantic amounts Huge of Huge AoE. On it huge aoe yeah so like and it like the thing is it's such a big stat stick that you don't mind not wearing a wand it's that big of a stat stick the downside is it's not a katana so it doesn't have that like crit multi implicit yeah. modifier but you know you get the thing with well, one or two lp using on it. it with dot you're using usually using it with dot glyph of dominion whether it be ignite or spell dot you don't really need to use it for crit if that makes sense at least in my opinion I mean, if it has the spell damage on it, so you want to be like yeah. a spell dot build? Yeah. Maelstrom baby. That exists. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you you can do all this as Shaman. You can... I mean, I'm sure it'd be really strong right now with the multiplied seven times elemental pen. <laughs> I, I like the idea of just having this unique item in the game. Is it stronger than, than the Shattered Cycle? 
Uh, I think it has a different use case than the Shattered Cycle. I think it's probably think about the same as Shattered Cycle. There like, are certain classes like Sentinel that gets like a, you know, that gets to use a sword in its offhand. And yeah. this is an amazing stat stick for a build like that. I like it. If there was ever a spell dot Sentinel build, this would be amazing for that. Uh, you only like, dot like that. that you like Katana that much? Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like, you're putting it in your offhand, so you're not running a catalyst. Mm -hmm. You're like, like, essentially, it has... Bet like it has better synergy with dot than it does with crit. So you don't you don't want to play like that. like a crit catalyst with a transcriber's graver in your main hand. Um, uh, I mean, if you hit the spell damage flat on it, sure, why not, right? Hmm. But then like it you're depends. not using a wand. There's like a like... lot of different ways. Okay, yeah, a lot of it. lot of moving pieces. I think I think it I think it's a I think it's definitely a tier. You think it's a tier? A tier. Yeah. If this I thing is a tier, is it okay? Shattered chains or shattered? With uh... its, yeah, with its with its synergy with glyph of glyph of dominion specifically okay. making it screen wide AOE, I think that is enough to get it to a tier. Also, it doesn't have a low LP level. Yeah, it's it does. A Forty eight LP level. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it's yeah a tier. Especially uh, even with the bug fix, it's still amazing. <laughs> so that's supposed see. to have that much more damage. <laughs> Uh, where is where is the item that I'm looking for here? Which one are you looking for? I'm looking for Crest of Unity. Oh, Crest of Unity. Uh, Crest of Unity. I have it pulled up. Uh, I I almost know what it does off the top of my head, but it's not showing up. Yeah, it's. Oh, funny there it is. Now I got it. Oh, I had like I had helmet slapped. That's why I wasn't showing up. People aren't going to like what I have to say about this. You don't like this. Okay, so Crest of Unity. No, I like what it is. God bless. They're just not going to like what I say about it. Oops. <laughs> Crest of Unity is a new unique item. It is a uh, plus levels to Elemental Nova, plus between three and six levels to Elemental Nova. Um, it is... Man, I just messed up my earpiece. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm messing up my earpiece in the middle of talking. How frustrating. All right, so it is a... it. It says that it's relatively easy to get with uh with one LP. Like uncommon for one LP, the LP level is 60. Oh no, here comes the bias. It seems <laughs> so hard to get this thing with LP on it. It seems uh. really difficult. Um, but here's what the item says. It gives you plus levels to Elianova, and then you can LP more plus levels. So you can get potentially plus 10 levels to Elianova, which is neat. It's got area, it says Elianova is always tri-elemental. I think that's kind of interesting. Elemental yep. penetration. With Ellie Nova per 10 uncapped total Ellie res. So it kind of supports. For the fact it's Tri Ellie. So it kind of yeah. supports, yeah, its own Tri Ellie stuff going on. Because normally the problem with Tri Ellie is like you don't have Shred for all of them. But having hybrid penetration is neat. And then perhaps the most boring, but to me the most interesting, it has between 9 and 18% less damage taken from Ignited, Shock, or Chill if you get one with like good LP, like maybe one LP with a good stat, like that's good enough on its own. People it's, use it's good enough on like any build. I mean, it's a mage yeah. item, but you play this on Frostbite, Frostclaw. Why wouldn't you? Damage, that's about as much average less damage taken. That's, that's, a, a, that's a big game. No Absolutely. Uh, it's big, especially on a ward build. So what what do you have to say? I, I like it. I like it for the less I damage taken. I think it is an amazing item. I think it's a really cool item. I like that it exists. I'm but, sad that it's just going to be used for the DR in the future. But I think it's a cool item. Oh, I think it's great. Yeah. S tier? Uh, a, a tier. Yeah. I, hey, let's put let's go A tier. I think A tier is fine. I think A tier is fine because it has such a high LP level. So like 60, that's pretty high. Like you can't like help. Like the problem is with these items and why we put like, for instance, uh, what is it called? Uh, Apex of Thought so low is because with items with really high LP level on a helmet or a chest, 
they have to be substantially better than the rest because it has a lot of competition, right? Like, class affixes are part of the game. They exist. Exalted class affixes make a lot of builds work. And where's where's so, my tier seven intelligence rules too? Yeah, like like you you want LP on this thing, like pronto. But it's so so good without LP too. That's the funny part, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think I think A tiers easily with this well, one. We'll we stick with A tier. I'm gonna see yeah, if I can pick up the pace. We're gonna move on to yeah, another item I mean, here. Yeah. Like I, I like it. I like it, but I want yeah. someone to actually continue listening because I think it's a long podcast. We're going to go on to this one here. You told me that if I ever play this build, it's going to be my favorite minion build I've ever played. So this is mm-hmm. Howl of the West Wind. There's a bug yes. with this. We're not going to talk about the bug. Uh, <laughs> this is a wolf helmet, which means you cannot use it with the squirrel build. So you're mm-hmm. only playing wolves. It's got minion movement speed. Your wolves cannot be stunned. Chance for your wolves to retaliate with lightning, I guess. Chance to shock on melee hit for yourself. And then... It says chance on hit with lightning skills to grant your wolves additional melee lightning damage equal to your melee lightning damage. I think that's so, awesome. I think it's awesome. I've played this build. Uh, I think it is a cool, like cool thing to do. Like for instance, we have necrotic wolves. We have lightning wolves now. Uh, we have bleed wolves, of course. And we have the squirrels. So like just having another way of playing wolves is really cool. I like that. Uh, I like that the fact that you can get like you can your weapons matter on a minion build like much more than normal if that makes sense like mm-hmm. for instance like when I'm looking at my weapons I'm like all right I need exalted melee lightning and all that right and I'm looking for all that I like that part it makes gearing a lot more fun like overall I think it's amazing I think it's an excuse to play wolves over squirrels which is an amazing thing right now considering how oppressive squirrels are currently is there uh, is there a reason to use this on an on a build that isn't a wolf build, like just well, if, so you have if they minion didn't, movement speed? I I think yeah. If you get an LP one, its LP levels really low. You get mm-hmm. like a three LP one pretty quickly. Um, Thirty seven minion movement speed is nothing to scoff at. And you can also use the retaliate thing. You can play like poison or bleed wolves and mm-hmm. use the retaliate to increase your clear speed too. By the way, uh, that is an option. You don't have to actually use it for the melee lightning part. I think. It is, I think. I think it's a good good add to the game. It's a little too niche, but at the same time, I think it's fine. I think it's less of the problem that it's too niche, but the more of the problem that like, Wolves is each ever going to remember that other companions exist? Oh, I mean, it it is weird that we have like the squirrel helmet and like wolves are insane because helmet, the squirrel helmet. Yeah. Why don't? Why wasn't this like a, a scorpion or a saber tooth? Yeah, totally. Yeah. We're, we're we're missing on all those i think it's cool like i said any excuse to give the the finger to the squirrels i'm I'm fine with so where I, I like are one. we putting this item is this like is i it... think i think a tier wolves A-tier? are really strong a a damage it's a lot of damage a stands for damage how about it, like it, under static shell yeah it does a lot of damage let's put it like that like i did i did not get to explore the extent of said damage but it, it it's it's a lot Let's move on to this item. This next one is called Blood of the Exile. Oh boy. You it's just put it at the top. We don't even have to talk about S-tier, it. S-tier, baby. So Blood of the Exile has 30% movement speed, and that's all you got to know. You I mean, can get double movement speed, and it's nuts. 
It has yep. bleed duration, which is a generically good stat for bleed builds. More bleed. It says physical ailment damage, but it means bleed. So more, more I mean, bleed damage yeah. to moving enemies, 40%. And then it has 8 to 12 strength, 8 to 12 dexterity, 8 to 12 intelligence. It is a stat stick on a stick. It it's, is literally the biggest stat stick to ever be a stat stick ever. It's so good. Like, listen, <laughs> like, I, I like bleed. I will, I will use these in a bleed stuff. build. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'll, good. I'll use it in bleed build, yeah. I'd use it's it anywhere. Like, like, you get, like, if you're playing a ward build that needs armor, right? This is insane because you get so much percent armor, you get so much percent ward retention, so much percent damage. Like, it's just the stat stick to end all stat sticks. You, you are excited when you get this thing with one or even two LP. Yeah. That is, that, is a, is, that is a big deal. Yeah, it, it. I I love this item. S tier, A tier. What do you think? S tier. S tier. Easily. It's so good. Easily. Easily. Like even if you're not playing a bleed build, it's amazing. Like I think that's S tier worthy. Like the fact that you're not using the two best lines of text on it, and it's still amazing. Mm -hmm. like, stat stacking is starting to become very strong, guys. Intelligence <laughs> is great. I can't wait to see like what they do with other things. Yeah, I'm gonna move All on. Right. I'm yep. gonna move on to this unique item here. Um, I know of a bug with this. Which is to say, it doesn't hit enemies at, at close distance. I've also heard people talk about perhaps using this on just like generic melee builds and ignoring most of the text. So this is Seerpin's Fractal Tree. It's a drop from the Exiled Mage. It has a good base type. It's a Trident. A Trident is basically an Odachi. It has like, you know, good flat damage, good... It's a spear though. That yeah. gets some demerits. Yeah, so it's, it's not a sword, <laughs> so it doesn't get sword synergies. But it is a good base type. It's a competitive base type. It has physical penetration, generic. It has melee physical damage, generic and big. So like 36 penetration, up to 84 melee physical damage. It also has like up to 12 dexterity on it. And then area for area skills per three dexterity. And then the most okay. interesting line of text, or I guess the build that it has built into it, is Javelin no longer pierces, but when it hits an enemy, it splits into two piercing spears that are fired at additional enemies around the target one additional spear is created per 12 dexterity so it's got a thing going on but it's also just like a generically strong item too yep so the fact that this is generically strong saves it from oblivion absolutely because javelin if you're unaware chat javelin crit just javelin crit it is not only bad, it is unbelievably, astoundingly bad. Like, it makes me sad how bad it actually is. Because, you'd, you'd rather you know, play, like, Crit Flurry at that point, right? Like, there, there are so many other builds you could be playing. And also, as well, Javelin has that 30% of flat physical, mm -hmm. right, as extra throwing attack damage, which got power crept immensely because of the flat throwing damage on affixes right mm -hmm. you have plenty of flat throwing so you don't need to do something like this you'd rather dual wield at that point right to get the base crit like it doesn't have base crit with javelin it doesn't have like it's so cool but so bad at the same time it makes me sad at least the javelin part everything everything else is amazing right this is a fucking amazing item it's just like you just ignore the whole point of it which is the bad part right just I think play this bad play this thing on rive dude yeah, double like, all there, those modifiers. It's so good. Not the percent fist bend. That won't double. Unfortunately. But, but yeah, I think it's a cool item. 
I think it deserves its place in the game. Once they actually make Javelin not a complete joke, maybe one day we'll use it with Javelin. Who knows? Are we, we B tier? C tier? Uh, B tier. I'll go B tier. I like B tier. B is fine. It's a usable weapon. It's, it's usable. It's got low. It's got low LP for how much flat it has. Like it has it, a, it has a 48. On it. Like it, it's a good item. It's just not good for what it does. And I think it gets demerits for that because, you know, I don't like it when they add items in the game like this that are essentially gigantic noob traps because they're going to be one that one guy is like, oh, my God, Javelin. And then he's going to like take six hours trying to kill uh, unempowered Lagan. Let's move <laughs> on. We've got five items left here. The next one that mm -hmm. I'm going to pull up is something that we talked about a little bit. I haven't used it. Um, mm -hmm. we, we've made fun of it for a while, but I know Runebolt just got a buff to its base cast speed. So this is called Abacus Rod. It is Stat a stick. It's it's a wand. Uh, it's got plus one to five levels of Runebolt. It has a respectable amount of spell damage on it. And then it's got a bunch of Runebolt stuff going on. It's like plus levels per Numeromancy, cast speed per Numeromancy, like 25 cast speed while you're attacking, plus 25 flat damage while you're attacking. Uh... It's cool. You use it in combat. If you can like, stomach the playstyle, it is a gigantic stat stick. I, it's, I think it's cool. So I think it's cool. What, it's what's cool. the playstyle for this? Like the, we're, we're just using this so, to do stuff like runic invocations, right? Well, I mean, you just use it to get flat damage. Like mm -hmm. you get, like for instance, with max rolls, right? You get like 80 flat damage, which is almost comparable to a, a, a like a, a want, like a, a staff, by the way, mm -hmm. and 25% cast speed. That is a lot on an item. Wait, actually, it's even more than that. It's like 86. Yeah, it's like very comparable. Now, and it's a wand, so you get the crit multi-passive. Yeah. It's cool. The problem with it is Runebolt does no damage, so the whole point of it is to use it to make Runebolt do damage. Is that the point? Swap elements. I mean, I would hope that they would assume that people were going to play Runebolt damage because, you know, Runebolt has damage in its tree, even though it does no damage. It's got, so it's it's got like, like a tiny bit of more multipliers in the tree. Yeah, like, I think that if they didn't mean Runebolt to do damage, I don't know what they were doing with the tree then. If it was only meant for utility, like, mm -hmm. it's confusing me. Because, like, even Maelstrom does damage, right? Like, it's, like, super utility. So, but yeah, like, you're just going to use it with Runebolt. You're going to cast, like, different spells to get the Numeromancy. You just need a flicker between two different mm -hmm. types. And you're just gonna get insane amount of flat damage, and you're just gonna use it for that kind of build, like the, like the, like for instance that plasma orb build that, mm -hmm. um, freaking uh, uh, Amarathi just played. This would be amazing on it because you just flip through the elements and constantly cast rune bolt, get a large flat damage modifier. It's a good item. It's just sad that rune bolt sucks. But whatever. Are you are you putting this at C or B? It sounds like B B is fine. It's like on the B same level that like Shattered Cycle is. Essentially, I, it's a different I, stat. Style. I want to try this out. I don't I don't mm -hmm. have so much to say about it. Like I, it's definitely not S. I don't think it's D. Like where does it belong yeah. in the middle of the pack here? I think it's like on the same level as Shattered Cycle is. I think it's the same kind of stat stick. It's just a different flavor of stat stick. I'm gonna put it a little bit lower than these other things. I mm -hmm. I suspect that it's not garbage i'm gonna put oh, it like right under no, fraser it's an amazing stat stick if you're using runebolt for utility it's an amazing well, stat stick I, <clears throat> it's just we're gonna move on to one other item yeah. which is it's, it's hard for me to talk about abacus rod and casting runebolt without talking about mad alchemist ladle i know <laughs> because mad alchemist ladle is it's kind of like an abacus wand except it's insane 
and it yeah. it kind of eclipses the use cases where I'd want to be using Abacus One or Abacus Rod. I mean, instead. I agree. That's 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 a problem, though. Yeah. So like, Mad Up is Ladle. It's got a bunch of ailments on it, and then it has more spell damage per negative ailment on the target, and then cast speed per intelligence. We already and know where it's going. It, it goes it as already. top of S tier. Yep. Top. It's in. It's no, so it is the best good. Item. Is it? It's is it? Is it too good? It. Is it too good? Uh, Yes, it is too good. <gasps> I think you'd have 6% more damage per ailment and it would still be good. I think you'd have 4% more damage per ailment and it would still be good. Stop That's giving the them thing. ideas. It's really good. Yeah, it's I'm, like I'm in love the with best it. item of the patch by far with how much it's done. <laughs> like, you saw it when I was playing Devotion, right? You saw those damage numbers. Oh, so like, good. <laughs> like, what if it what if it didn't have its ailments on it? What if, it, what if it didn't have uh, armor shred, electrify, poison, frailty stuff? Worse. It would be very bad. You think so? I think. What, what if you I, had no, to, like, what if bad, you had to distort like, your build in order to include ailments? I think it would be significantly worse. I think it would be like balanced. I think it would be balanced if it had that. It would be balanced. Then it'd be interesting. You'd be the, like, oh, I got to use this thing to get I my. Think the thing is, it's like you don't even have to like build into it much to get most benefit out of it. You know, true. So it's true. like. It feel, yeah. The intelligence feels really good. Like the cast speeds burn two intelligence. I want that. I want that to stay. Yeah. That is cool. Absolutely I like agree. I think what, what you said, I think there are two different fixes. It can go to 4% more damage per ailment and it would still be insanely strong. Or it could get all those modifiers at the bottom taken off. So how about some of them? How about, how about just like you take off the mannequin on potion use? I mean, and we no called it even for that. Let's be real. Call oh, it boy. even. Oh, call it oh, even. Oh, just call it even. Oh, so, so bad now. Just take yeah, You're real bad. No one use it. Okay. Yeah. We don't really have to talk about this much. You already <laughs> know how good ladle is. Let's yeah. uh, let's move on to another item here. I know you experimented with this a lot. This one's called wrong warp. Oh boy. I, I, I suspect that there's a couple ways that you can become like permanently invulnerable with this item. Um, but it's awesome. I, I know you have some opinions on it, but I'm going to read it off real quick. It's got, it's got a good base type. It's a crystal wand, so it has mana on it. It says, when you cast Teleport or Transplant, you randomly move within a small, addition, uh, a small distance around yourself. You become immune to all damage for one second. You gain a buff that gives you 35 cast speed and 35 and movement, movement speed. speed. When you cast Teleport or Transplant, you time lock enemies around your destination. Around. It's essentially freezing them. You just freeze them? They stop moving? Stop yeah. doing stuff? They just stop moving, doing stuff. Yep. It's a very brief amount, but it's really disruptive. It's really nice. And then spell damage per movement speed. And then a bunch of cooldown for your... Like, no, I, I love you're, you're, You need to reiterate that part. 3% spell damage per movement speed. 3% spell lot. damage per one... So how much how much uh, movement speed are we getting? Like 100, 200? I was getting to 160% with my Lich setup very easily. So I could 3% per higher. one? Yep, that is like that's like four hundred. Yeah, holy shit, that's a lot. Of yeah. Damage. Okay. So okay, go on. Uh, this goes wow. right under ladle. Yeah, this right is wait. Ladle. I'm I'm just looking at this right now. It's not so. Most of these items are like one percent increased spell damage per three movement speed. This is three percent spell damage per one Wrong movement speed. Is one of the strongest items in the entire game. Okay, essentially TLDR chat. It's huge. As someone who has played with Wrong Warp now, essentially. What Rung Warp does is it takes your transplant or your teleport and you turn it into a gigantic stat stick and you trade it for movement speed. Like you're giving up the ability to use your movement skill. Can you still use Reap as a Lich? You can. Yeah, you can. Holy and moly. essentially, well, the thing is, uh, what we found, by the way, when we were playing Lich with Reap and all that, is 
we were moving so fast movement speed wise that it was actually a detriment to our speed using reap so it was just better just to walk yikes but, uh, so the problem like, the thing with this wand is it's very unhealthy for the game because you're gonna have a bunch of mages and liches going at the speed of light now and be benefited for going at the speed of light right like you're gonna have like a, a static orb, lightning blast, sorcerer, or rune rune master that uh has like eight hundred percent increased damage and like a bunch of cast speed and moving at the speed of light through monoliths and it's gonna be toxic and you know they're probably gonna have to nerf movement speed. Essentially, if they don't nerf this, they're gonna have to nerf movement speed. That is how I, this. I, I'm getting the feeling that perhaps Mad Alchemist Ladle has eclipsed wrong warp. It has. You, you think because, you think maybe if Mad well, Alchemist wasn't the in the game that reason well the only reason that Wrong Warp doesn't eclipse Mad Alchemist Ladle is because Wrong Warp specifically states transplant or teleport. Yeah, yeah. If it said any movement skill, it would have, but it doesn't, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So Alchemist Ladle definitely beats it in that regard in terms of I feel bad of for not having used this item. Well, because like four hundred and fifty percent movement speed or percent increased damage. Yeah, it, it's it's a stat stick and a half. It's it's like everything about it is amazing and I love it. They managed to make teleporting at random beneficial for you somehow. Well, it's also like, teleporting at random like within a small circle around your character. Right? Yeah, it is a very small circle. They could probably nerf it and make it more random. But like, I think if they're gonna nerf it, I think first things off, it needs to go to one to one, one percent increased damage per movement speed. I think like three percent per is absolutely busted makes no sense right i must have glazed like, over that the first time i read this item yeah that's the stupidest part about it is like it benefits you for playing movement speed and you want to be stacking movement speed anyways is, is movement speed good you like yes movement speed is good holy moly <laughs> and it gives you 35 percent. the wand itself just re think of the amount of stats it gives by itself and then it, it also gives 35 percent movement speed, speed. 35% increased cast speed, and then it also gives you, like, 115% increased damage. It makes your teleport stun enemies nearby you. Like, like, like what's not to love? What's Does it work on bosses, too? Can you, like, can you yes, freeze? Can you time-lock bosses? Yes. Mm-hmm. Orbis is weird. He doesn't have an animation, but all the other bosses do. Yeah. Orbis, he just stands there looking funny, while, like, all the other bosses, they get frozen. Probably. Just like Snap Freeze, gotcha. Yeah, it's... It's just... It gives haste. It gives haste as well. A, oh my I god! I know it gives haste on hit. It's a <laughs> pair of boots as a wand, and it's like interesting. Know. Okay, okay. It's just it's stupid. It's just absolutely stupid. I don't know why it got made into the game. It's stupid. We it, have we have yeah. two more items to the talk about. The only thing that makes it worse is the fact it's specifically limited to lich and. In, you know, well, I would I would say that Lich it. and Rune Master are two of the weakest classes in the game. So oh, it's no, no, nice no. that they what finally I mean get some like, It would be much more, uh, what do you call it, oppressive if it was outside of those classes too. That's gotcha. Like, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the other item that's slightly yeah. above it in the tier list. <laughs> All right, we got two more items here. One of them I had to look up the name of it because I literally don't know what it does. Um, <clears throat> this is Rowan's Fortress. Rowan's Fortress is a... What is it? I don't even know. It's a two-handed staff. Two staff. Got it. So it's got very low flat damage on it. But... Yep. But... It gives plus one spell damage with runic invocation. Only runic invocation. Per ten armor or dodge or ward, whichever is the lowest. So we can make this very quick, Perry. I'm going to be honest with it. 
no clue until runic invocation is fixed no clue just put totally it, totally just no i got i got a 2lp sitting around i just put it in c tier until runic invocation gets fixed so i have no idea what the setup does i think there's a way of building it i think it's really strong but like i think it can be strong if you build around it but like without runic invocation without runic invocation with runic invocation being the way it is right now mm -hmm. like i couldn't fucking tell you what it was <laughs> so I, I think i think what you're doing with this is like you're, you're stacking dexterity you're you're probably going morning mm. frost and you're stacking dodge because your armor there is, you're, you're gonna get enough yeah. you're gonna get enough armor you're gonna get enough ward dodge is going to be your lowest so this is a dodge item there is there is a build that has been going around in my dms of other people where you could get well over 3k of each very oh. easily and uh, very easy specifically with what Encarian said the oh. flat dodge per heo and if you don't know uh that flat damage and all that that snapshots to the next cast it doesn't just like turn off before oh, you gotcha, cast. gotcha so like it works it's supposed to function that way and you can very easily get well over like 300 flat with your so next this is like is this like a a blizzard build like cold 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 mm-hmm okay yeah and it's a build I want to play because I have two two LP ones. It's just I can't play it right now because guess what? Runic Invocation is bugged. Because there's block. a couple bugs in the game. Gotcha. Yeah. So All right. I think it'll be a really strong item for a very specific build, but I think that merits it being C tier once we actually get to play we'll, around with the we'll, fucking thing. We'll leave it. We'll leave it down on C tier. Someone in Twitch oh, chat just said Bastion yeah. of Honor is not on the tier list. It's Doink. technically new. It's, that's, it's technically that's my joke new. now. That is no. Yeah. Hold on. That's my joke. I made it. I'm taking it. <laughs> it's a new item fashion about put it put it like c tier niche yeah. let's let's get through this shall we <laughs> all right very last staring at me very have you not eaten your pizza yet no i'm, I'm waiting oh I'm, my goodness I'm being, dude I'm what, nice. uh, you're waiting. making me feel guilty all of a sudden all right the very last item uh control f cleaver there we go done oh. <laughs> oh okay so this item i'm gonna be honest like it deserves its spot right under wrong warp we just still haven't cracked it yet oh, i love there, it there's so many like it, it, it's so easy what is what an don't know awesome what item what it does is it sets it sets this is very specific to know mm -hmm. it sets your intelligence to your strength so like for instance if you have 20 intelligence and 60 strength it would set it to 60 intelligence 60 strength if you had 60 strength and 80 intelligence it would set it to 60 strength 60 intelligence so you cannot stack intelligence with this item you have to stack strength i whoa, love this whoa item. whoa one second well something's happening in the background i'm going to read the rest of this item while dread takes care of that this item also has flat strength on it plus three to nine it's got a good chunk of melee physical damage very respectable it's about on par with what you would get with like a tier five melee physical damage roll on a good base type it also has more damage to bleeding enemies it's not more bleed damage. It's just more damage. So generic applies to everything. And last but not least, plus one to all skills. Like plus one to all skills. You can reach one more modifier, get one more quality of life, one more second piece of cooldown. It's a really nice thing to have. Uh, my issue with this is that every build that I seem to brainstorm with the uh, Cleaver solution is like, it's a primalist, probably a werebear. It is using Fragment of the Enigma, trying to make use of the intelligence on a different class but fragment by itself is not that it's not quite a good enough uh justification in my opinion it's close i don't think it's quite good enough to be the only use for intelligence or it's like it's a maybe like a what's the word for it the twisted heart like getting a bunch of intelligence gives you ward retention so your, your twisted hearts make you even tankier or you're using it with like vessel of strife so 
I don't know how much there is to do outside of those couple things. I, I like those things. I think they're strong. I think they're fun and interesting to build around. I just, I, I'm a part of me as a hipster. I want to know what else is going on. Bleed Paladin Ward is OP. We saw uh, Volka is part of the Maxwell team. He did a Vessel of Strife Bleed Hammer Throw build with this. I thought it was very cute using the intelligence along with Vessel of Strife building some health regeneration. I love that. You think it's not even S tier and Werebear? I love this item. Can't wait to see more people try it on. The game was not ready for Cleaver. It's going to be triple S tier at some moments. God bless. I don't know. Like, I, I guess I haven't done my own research to know exactly how good it is in Werebear. The Werebear builds, like the very high investment Werebear builds that I've seen, where like you're using the intelligence to... Um, Right, no, you're getting you're getting strength to give you adaptive damage for your spells. And I guess your intelligence is really only giving you ward retention for going low life. It's fine. Like it's it's nice to not be relying on crows when you're going low life. That's a really nice thing to have. I was talking about going low life with the uh, with this axe. Oh, where'd I put it? I was talking about going low life with a clever solution on a blade dancer, but I couldn't really come up with a good justification for it. Like, if there was something that scaled with intelligence, we talked about, like, going low life, using it for ward retention, going Blade Dancer, and then using Spark Charges? Technically, I have a build planner that I'm interested in playing low life Spark Charges on a Blade Dancer. But, I don't know, man. I love this item. I love it so much. You're back? What? You're in the Discord call, my friend. Wait a minute. Oh, you're not. Got it. Hello? Okay. All right. Becky, what? Get back in here. The cat, the, the cat accidentally scratched the girl, uh, the wife. So gotcha. Gotcha. We're back. Cat trying to ruin the podcast isn't like it didn't like what I had to say about the acid flask unique. All right. Okay. Where were we at? Wait, I, I was talking about. I don't. I don't. Here? No. I, I'm just. I'm dragging it around. Oh, okay. I I love this item. Twitch chat is pushing back on my love for this item. What? I love it. Is it is it S tier? No, it is. Yes. Have you seen the Werebear planners? What the heck? So good. Have you seen the Werebear planners? I've I've seen I've seen the build planners for it. We talked about like, Werebear, we talked about Vessel of Strife, Twisted Heart. We talked uh, about trying to use like intelligence for spark charges in your offhand. I think it's less than S tier. I think you're cooked. I'm sorry. I think like I think it's like like I it. It, it's up there. It has what, like, the problem is it's a high investment item in Twitch chat. They really don't have high it's, investment items. You it, know, I, so. I, like, it's so unique. <laughs> it's so yeah, unique think... and it's so good. And it has the best name. It does have a good name. Mm -hmm. I want no, more use cases I think cases it is S here. I think is this are... Is this the kind of item that's, like, only going to get better and better with time? Yes, this is the kind of item that is like this is the kind of item that like you build your entire build around. It is yeah. it is ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. It is like I think it's S tier. I'm gonna I, be honest. I think I think it's S tier. I, I don't care what chat says. It's S tier. You think it's S tier? So if yeah, we I think it's if if we have like these boots, if these boots are in S tier, mm -hmm. does this belong in uh, S tier as well? Yes, very easily so. I, how much I stronger think, is Werebear? No, how much stronger is Werebear with it versus without it? Much stronger. Like you're going from like, like the thing is, okay. 
The thing with this item is it's very low investment. Thank you, Volca. Thank you, Volca. Woohoo. <laughs> Thank you, Volca. 20k Sable War with a werebear? Yeah, that sounds great, man. So good. Goodness. It, it makes me I, want I'm to so, use Exanguinous in a way that I've never used Exanguinous before. I'm even talking about this. I am, like, I am actually hella surprised that we're even, even, like, questioning the validity of this placement. I'm well, the, so the, the question posed in chat is, like, how much better is Werebear with this than without it? Much better. What a little... Infinite, oh. in, like, ridiculous amounts of Ward. Ward is really strong right now, guys. Why is Ward <laughs> so strong? What happened? Uh, they started adding uniques called, like, Vessel of Strife and Twisted Heart. <laughs> like, they started doing stuff. Like, <laughs> this worked, like, just what Valinov said, this works really well with low life. Like, really, really well. This makes up for a lot of low life's weaknesses. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's, I don't know, I, I guess... I guess we're crazy because, like, no, I, I don't think we're crazy, man. If, if I'm crazy for thinking this is an S tier, then I'm crazy, man. Where where are we putting this item? Is it the bottom of S tier or is it under wrong word? I think it's, like, right above fundamental criterion. It's, you think it belongs right here? Yeah, it's up there. It is literally up there. I like brainstorming. Also, guys, red rings exist. This essentially is No, they don't. Don't instantly. talk to me. Why don't I have oh, okay. one They yet. don't exist if you're Perry, but <laughs> still. <laughs> Like, come on, guys. Like, I wish I had stupid. one. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's All ridiculous right. in so many different situations. I, I like brainstorming with the Cleaver solution so mm. much more than I like brainstorming with chronostasis. Chronostasis makes me feel like I'm getting dumber every time that I think about it. <laughs> this item is like, it, it makes me like, like, gl like, like glowy eyed, staring at the ceiling, daydreaming. Like, yeah. oh, it's just so, it's so cool. Yeah, I think like I'll be honest. I I I I question your validity of your knowledge of the game if you're telling me that like this is bad. <laughs> it makes you more intelligent. Uh, it does. It does make you more intelligent. It makes yeah. Yeah. Big smart. Big brain. But yeah, I I'm think, gonna leave it uh, up. There. I think that's the last one. Is it right? It is. It is. If this if this is wrong, I don't want to be right. I'm gonna yeah, leave it right there. I agree. I'll take it. I'll take it. So this it's has not been even personal opinion. This is just like like every everyone in the max world too all believe this too. So it's not just me. It's gone. Oh, so we're gonna put it down. Oh, wait. Should we like should we put it like down here? Where? What? What if what if we like rearrange the list and then we took a yeah. screenshot of it for the uh for the YouTube thumbnail? Yes. Go right ahead. Just like Do put it. it like this one. Yeah. This one's kind of down here. Yeah. Do that real quick, yeah. And then like what well, about? No, you're doing it so that each you don't nerf them. That's all. Oh, right. okay. So we'll we'll yeah. do this one. Okay. No, no, no. We want that to get changed. We want that one to get changed. Okay, so put all the bad things. items. Yeah. Yeah. I already regret doing this. Hold on, I'm going to put it back. <laughs> I, I already regret everything that I've done. Shoot. It's what fine. did we... Was this right? This is right. You know what? This is funnier. This is funnier. I, no, I just... I messed up the entire thing. On top. You got to put the acid flask one on top. Okay, how about this? You do that whole thing, but you put the acid flask one on top. This one right here? Top. Like this? Yeah, you just do that, and let me take a snap. Wait, is that... Is this? Is this right? Did I mess it up? No, 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 no. Wait. Let me oh, this see. is right. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, that one. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, oh, this is good. There. I had to wait for the stream. There you, there you go. Beautiful. <laughs> Best thumbnail ever. Thank you. All right. We are, we're, we're not quite two hours, but it's been a great time. So we talked yeah. about all the unique items are added in 092, along with our thoughts about various other things, including bugs and unintended interactions. But this has been fun. I always underestimate how much fun these tier lists are going to be, but I really enjoy doing this. 
So, Dread, thank mm. you so much for joining me. I appreciate you, buddy. Yep. If you are watching here live on Twitch, thank you for sharing your opinions. It's excellent to have some audience participation. Right after this, we're going to be talking about the voting for the uh, Builds of Power contest. If you don't know what that is, make sure you type in exclamation point contest in chat or visit my Discord. There's a lot of information there, too. If you are listening to this on YouTube or Spotify, make sure to let us know where you are watching it, where you're listening to it, so we make sure that your listening and viewing experience is as good as possible. And like always, thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. Bye.